uh, you know what? I need I need to probably get out this uh this spreadsheet and try and find some of these numbers. But um as far as um D Day, so there are so when when you're getting married, obviously this thing that you need to think about, and we considered DJs that we knew were wedding de- like they're they're regular DJs, but they 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 perform at quite a lot of of weddings, mm. and there were some that were for like nostalgia purposes, and then there were some that were like recommended like hot at the moment for current weddings that had gone well. Mm. Um, so those are things that you need to consider. I know that. Um, we had DJ on Beatable for our um, for our wedding, and we also and he did our chat as well, and um, so that that was I think we got like a package deal because of that, um, and then we had um, MC Tando, shout out to Tando um, as our MC, and um, another thing that was great with that was he had they had worked together previously, so the chemistry was there and there was an understanding of how uh, they run the day and keeping the gate the day going smoothly. Um, well, I'm trying to just think. Um, uh, what well, okay, one thing I would say, um, suits. So, as as, as uh, the, the, the groom, so we had we have our wedding day suit, um, the ceremony suit, and then I had a evening wear suit. So, one of the suits that I actually saw, I, I saw on Instagram, well, actually, I saw both of them on Instagram, and um. One of them was actually made by a designer in Nigeria, um, Okarin Twins. And I wanted that one. Um, like I saw it and I thought, cause I, I, my, my, my um, ceremony suit was, was done by a tailor in Savile Row, Kaburu. Um, and I thought if I'd asked him, cause my, my suit was already costly. And if I asked him to, to do my wedding suit, that would be a, another arm and a leg. So, um, I sourced. I, I spoke to the um, the uh, designers in Nigeria and got that done. Then the other thing was logistics to get that suit over. Hmm. Um, so that was another cost and another consideration. Obviously, having family over there was uh, it was um, not that bad. But it's just you know checking in for um, sizes and making sure that they're progressing with it and things of that nature. Um, but yeah, as, as far as like, Kaburu, like, like I said, he's in Savile Row, so he's, he's quite costly. When you when you email him, he sends you an automatic message and tells you just the beginning costs. Um, so if, he manages the expectations. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He, he manages that. It's literally, it's, as soon as you send, you get an automatic message before he replies to you. Um, I'm trying to find that email now of what that cost was. And again, I'm sure it's gone up. To be honest, I know it's gone up because uh, my friend... Um, he, he planning to get married and he, he, um, he reached out to him and yeah, the rates of, the rates have gone up. Um, I'm trying to find it. Um, Whilst we're doing that, Ram, I'm going to go over to Stephen and maybe see if you can chip in. Um, if you remember any particular figures around some of the costs, uh, that we just mentioned, as well as the MC, because even I remember them when in that attempt yesterday, we had a lovely, um, MC, but I'm sure he cost, man. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was, I was thinking about giving you the top five um, biggest costs, and, and then I realised, like, gosh, that all of them are going to feed into the top five. <laughs> um, no, um, I, I think, um, no doubt, um, venue can can really stand out to be the biggest cost. Um, and again, I pointed out having my wedding on Thursday instead of Saturday. Mm-hmm. I, still, I still remember the call um, from the Saturday, which was like 
Um, it's definitely no hard friend compared to um, um, also so in the spring. Well, um, in in the season that we got married, um, if and compare that to um, say the Thursday, which was um, about two grand lower. So um, wow. that was about ten percent lower, as an example, um, for having the wedding on um, on 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 um, on the Thursday. I think it was um, five and a half grand or so um, for the Thursday. But then you move um, from venue, I think the next um, highest cost, I'll probably say, um, and it, it actually is that is, is if, if you, um, most people um, will tend to sort of undermine or, and again, it depends if, you're, if your wedding is having, is serving alcohol or not, but catering, catering mm-hmm. is like, of course, um, it's, it's just the food. Um, you need to, um, you need to think and look at drinks separately. And most venues, and or some venues, you have the option to um to to bring your own drinks. Um, well, when I say drinks, alcoholic drinks, you can bring your own drinks. Um, or you can use the bar. Um, we chose to put um for about two grand behind the bar, and funny enough, yeah, that was that was all done. Um, mm-hmm. and then like, if you pull that with catering as well, um, those two are um easily sort of second highest cost. Um, but then again, the detail of like what form of catering you you want and and these are the things that really gets all overwhelming and and you're thinking what what's my preference and and then um your your wife calls or your other half calls have a preference and and you just may not just give a damn and you just want to do the the cheap option but then that's where you just that's when you really see um the, the frustration of um of of where preference actually comes to play a bigger role than the cost mm-hmm. Um, for example, um, having a free course meal sat down, um, or like having a um, sort of a, the the second um, where you have um, a sort of a bowl where people is brought to the table and everyone can sit from, and or you've got a buffet, um, individuals get up. So I think this is where preference really can sort of supersede um, can supersede cost, and and um, and we we are, we I think we got cults from various caterers one of them i mean the one we opted for was was called magic fingers um um who um who, who catered for us um and like it, it was a very um it was it was quite expensive um to my surprise um because our trad we had um we our trad was um was of course much less but the catering was a lot more buffet style but well our um our white wedding it was it peaked up so i think it was in the in the range of like four and a half to five and a half grand for um and and that was um I found that quite interesting and that's um on top of um was the drinks um at the bar um so that's that's one that's those two are very noteworthy to to make sure you you determine you balance your preference with with the cost because mm. it can the cost can easily spiral when you um move away from their buffet to 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 a sit down um meal um and then also whether you use like the bar at the at the venue or you bring your own drinks um i mean we use the bar and you put money behind it um the next other two i'll i mean i'll also say is like videography and and photography um i mean hands down a lot of people and everyone will say photography of course is 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 um is is you can't you can't have a wedding of course without Having a photographer, um, and and we of course had a photographer as well, but we also opted to have a video photographer, and um, and we got our, um, we got quotes for both of them, and 
can't actually remember who did our um our, oh no I, I do I do remember who did our photography it was um um Ayo, I think he changed his name um he changed oh he has changed his name Ayo. Um, you did a great job and um, took some great pictures, which I think his cost was. Um, of course, you got. Um, I can't remember whether it was a. It was sort of a. It was based on hours that you had him for. So whether he comes early to um, to start taking pictures of the preparation um, of the bridal. So one and how many photographers he brings with him, whether it's just him or whether he brings two, one with the bride, one with the groom. And of course, I think we we had um so we had both we we had two photographers one he brought two photographers himself and then another um so he obviously went with a bride um the best with the bride of course and then um, um his assistant um or the, uh, it's not usually the assistant sometimes the other person he brings is actually also a very well known photographer he um mm. he came to 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 me and um and I think the cost of that was was about um. Was it two, two, two? I think it was two to two and a half grand. It can easily spiral that cost. Mm -hmm. I mean, video, video is um, slightly cheaper, but again, it depends how many, um, how many hours they record um, and how long they spend with you. And I think I can't remember how long um, exactly we went for, but I think the cost was about um, fifteen hundred or so. Um, so clearly, you can see like each of the, each of these, and and that's like um, six things that I've just mentioned. Um, Six aspects, um, and then you go into um, yeah more drinks, um, like pre pre dinner drinks. Um, when when people arrive, um, what are you gonna serve them? <laughs> How many bottles of wine and red wine, white wine, etc. So, um, and those are separate to the bar, the bar drinks. So I just think um, yes, there are several details that um, it would mm -hmm. either surprise you when time is you're running out of time and you need to actually fit them in. And you rush to actually get them, or you can sort of try capture these um, quite early on, um, go into the details, and then actually have the optionality to um, to get cults rather than um, when you run out of time and you realise you have no choice, you still have to get these still. Um, and so those are like the major costs I'll probably mention now, and then if there's any others. No, that's really really helpful, Stephen. Man, just even you prioritising where you think were the most um, expensive things. And that was only about five things as well. And just even mentioned that sort of venue, um, the catering, photography, to name a few. Just done a few calculations and we're already, just based on numbers you've given, we're already approaching sort of the 15K mark. Um, yes, absolutely. And, and that's just uh, five or so of many things that you've had to pay for. So what I'm going to do actually, Rahman, I'm going to come back to you and then finish off with Stephen on, on, on just the costing. But Rahman, I know you had some... Uh, I don't know if you found those figures, but what would be good for people like myself and Jax who are yet to enter this uh, realm of marriage, um, but should be in 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 God's times. That so is what we say to our aunties that ask, "When are you getting married?" Um, um, what would be really good, uh, Raman, is if you can finish off by giving us a rough overall figure of how much you feel you spent. You don't need to announce the actual direct figure you can round it down uh whether it's to the nearest thousand pounds <laughs> tell us it's a a low five figure number or a high five figure number all around that whatever you feel comfortable with uh yeah i don't i, I don't want to give the details i think i've already given too much but <laughs> but um it was 
Yeah, it was a high five. It was a high five figure the number. Um, it, it, it's people like yeah, it it could have easily been a, a decent deposit for a house. Um, Don't say that, man. <laughs> Jack, I know Jack saying happy to be hearing that. <laughs> Do you know what? If I'm if I'm really honest, Bro, I missed that. How much was yeah. it? I said it could it could have been a a, a decent deposit for someone's house. <laughs> so um, so yeah, it's yeah, it was it's definitely. But to be honest with you, it's because there was a lot of things that I'd say for um, some weddings wouldn't. Like the things that we paid for, like I was saying, I wanted the suit from Savile Row. Mm. Um, we had um, like evening food. We had like a, a candy, um, a candy truck came. I'm just looking at the things now. Um, makeup, oh my, makeup, um, <laughs> wedding, <laughs> wedding, wedding dress. Um, uh, like um, Stephen said. Um, video videography photography invitations is a big cost mm. um, yes. and, and then thinking about posting them all um nowadays you can just send them out on whatsapp but uh, we did, that didn't come to mind so um we also had um music um in between though uh, we had a, a a violinist um iana uh, monique we had her um we had uh, entertainer for children mm. um so that the children didn't interrupt the the wedding. Um, yeah, it was a lot. Uh, we had fireworks. We had fireworks at the end. Wow. That was another cost. Amazing. So um, yeah, the, like I said, the the car. The, so we got um, I think we got a Phantom, um, Rolls Royce Phantom to pick us up, and it didn't travel far. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> it did not travel far. Um, I'd say like 15 minutes, half an hour there and back. <laughs> well, you need to tell us. Uh, it's it's good to know the overall thing about just for that 15 minute ride. You need to let us know how. Oh man, you know because so it was it was a new it was a, it was a fairly new Phantom. It was, I think that was 700 pounds. Okay, <laughs> I think that was 700 pounds. Jack, uh, where? <laughs> Bro, I'm just sat here like, goodness gracious me. <laughs> like, now I truly understand why many people um, that are married um, that potentially don't have savings and <laughs> didn't um, plan towards it. Mm. Um, or, or maybe just doesn't know how much it can cost, especially when you are trying to have the best of your life. Why a lot of people go into debt mm. and start their marriages in debt um, just to facilitate, um, you know, a, a day. Um, which is quite it's, it's quite scary um so i mean in, we'll conclude in a moment but one thing i've really taken out from this um conversation with um our two brothers is first and foremost like we talk about in world finance all the time some of the keywords we always mention is being proactive um being intentional and always planning um one thing i've i would advise any um person listening that has the um, the intention of getting married at some point in their lives. One thing I would say is add that to your savings plans today. Mm. today. Start saving towards it today. Um, doesn't have to be much, but you know, as you can tell by what we've been told today, it is costly, and there are some some costs that you can't run away from. Um, so you do want to start um, intentionally saving for that. No, absolutely, bro, man, and. 
for our, our listeners, man, do check our episode, Getting Your Finances in Order for 2021, where we talk about how to just attack um, your savings and really build up uh, that pot. And one of the things that, you know, we've all got to be saving for, um, for those that have a desire to get married, is for that wedding. I'm not going to lie, Raman, that wedding you, you've described sounds absolutely fantastic. And I'm sure you had a brilliant well everyone had a brilliant day um but it's we're under no illusion that things like this cost and we'll talk a bit more about you know if you can do this again and what would you do differently obviously from a financial perspective we're not talking to say if you want to change wives or anything like that but from a financial (laughs) perspective (laughs) but we'll definitely get into that Stephen do you want to conclude with maybe just letting us know what was that figure for you again same uh, guidelines with what Raman had Someone remind me what the average wedding cost is. Um, sure. Do you know what? Um, it comes to mind thirty thousand pounds. Mm, that, that's right. something that pops up in my mind. I think I've seen that somewhere. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but to be honest, it's so difficult to actually get um an, a final number to say overall I spent X amount. Um, so it's definitely the bulk um sort of band that you'd say. But it was to me, it was it was um it was quite surprising of how each like each element of the of the course actually adds up to, to to run into their thousands and um and and even though we we weren't particularly um sort of trying to i mean of course everyone you need to be prudent absolutely but um, we we wanted to have a great time as well and and we um so i think just looking back i think um we were within the band of very close between and and this depends and it depends whether you're taking honeymoon into account, the, the engagement ring, the wedding bands, um, what else there? Yeah, those stuff into account, but it, it can very much run into that 30 grand, um, 30 grand upwards of that 30 grand, I'll say, even. So yes, um, so um that's that was that was pretty much where we were. And nice a nice deposit for a 300 grand house. <laughs> Stop it, Jack. So- wow, that's 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 what I was going to add. I was going to add that. Um, for for um, for of course for your listeners, um, if if you are going to face those two costs, um, then you have to be absolutely um, sort of super frugal on 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 like your wedding because mm. of course the house you live in forever. I mean, we were fortunate myself and my wife. We were fortunate to um to have been moving into a home we've we purchased well we've purchased many years ago before. So um, we didn't have the um, the unfortunate situation of having to fork out. Um, like the tens of thousands for both a wedding and and um and and a house. So so but if you have to manage both in one year, which has to which usually happens most times and not, um, then you really have to be very um a lot more prudent in that sense. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's actually very, very common uh, for people that are obviously um getting married to um be buying a place as well. So you know when you add the two costs together um and the average house price, well. It's, it's, I can't really think of it right now, but you can easily be upwards of, well, it could be the same price, yeah, the £30,000 each. So you could easily be spending 60, 70 plus thousand pounds um, in the same year because you're getting married and buying a place. So again, same um, advice I gave earlier. Now that you've heard this, uh, listeners, if you are young or you're, or you're planning to get married at some point, the best time to start saving towards that is today. No, absolutely, man. And it's a perfect uh, segue for the next bit. And um, Jack, I mean, say, Stephen, you just spoke about the, the the example with you were fortunate enough to have a, 
property uh, to live in, which is amazing. And we'll get into n- talking a bit more about how one can um, tips, I guess, for um, people saving money um, at weddings or on the occasion. What savings can you make? We've spoken already about quite a few, like um, choose, what day to choose, um, all the things like that. And um, it'll be good to hear a bit more about that. And then also just on this, just add a bit of um, um, a balanced discussion. Um, for both Raman and Stephen, all of these costs, it, it just like when you're buying a property, it, it wasn't all on one day. It was at different periods of time. You also had support from family members. And I'm assuming it wasn't just Stephen and Raman. You obviously have a, another half as well as contributing and all of that. So the, which is the reason why I mentioned that is because the key thing to this, which is what Jack's, all of us have been saying, we have to make sure we plan for things and not be reactive um, so hopefully this episode is quite an eye opener for our listeners. So we're not reactive when we find out that, you know, three cups instead of two cups costs makes a significant uh, difference when it comes to money and um, all the costs. So, um, yeah, it's just been really great talking to all of you about this, man. It's definitely given I've taken lots of notes. I'm sure Jack says. But um, Raman, do you want to maybe just touch on maybe one or two tips um, in terms of advice for saving money when it comes um, saving costs, sorry, when it comes uh, to wedding preparations? Um, saving costs. Um, I'd say at first, any anything you inquired on, unless it's like obviously like a wedding dress or uh, um, even my suit, I, I didn't I didn't uh, initially say that it was for a wedding when mm-hmm. I was um, uh, when I was initially looking for uh, different vendors. Um, some that they know, but in general, you just you know I'm looking to get a custom suit um, and see what the prices are. Um, I, I, to be honest with you, I, I wouldn't. I, I don't even know too much about saving. It's more so, you know, give yourself as much time as you need. I think when you're going to get married is important. You you don't. It's, there's there might be like external pressures, but you don't need to get married in in you know ten months or eight months or whatnot. You can spread it out, and that's the conversation that we had um, pretty early on. Um, we we didn't. Um, but it would have made things a lot easier if we did if we did stretch um, um, the time between proposal and wedding. Um, also, having like uh, people giving gifts, um, like money gifts for support that we didn't actually ask for, that was definitely um, something that um, would help. Um, and just trying, I think. Um, I don't know. And that's, and yeah, that's per- that's perfectly fine. I mean, the key thing again, I tell people is, um, is is about enjoying your day. When we talk about money, money is just uh, a medium of exchange um, and a store of value. And when when you're spending it, you have to spend it on things that you really really value. But also when you're spending on it, or when you're spending it, sorry, um, you have to be able to afford what you're doing. So I think one of the key things that our listeners should take um, forward as well is affordability. Um, you know. If you are someone who's planning a wedding and the wedding means a lot to you and you care a lot about the decorations and you have certain things that are um, your heart's desire, you should really, really um, do it. You should go ahead with it, but as long as you can afford it and as long as you position yourself to afford it, that's the key thing uh, for me anyway. Absolutely agreed also, man. Um, Stephen, did you have anything to... I mean, you both said quite a lot um, previously, just in general, in terms of some 
things that were fortunate enough where it helped reduce some of the costs. But Stephen, did you have anything to add on to that in terms of advice with saving costs to a for a wedding? Yeah, very, yeah, very much. Um, I'll say very briefly, um, three, three things. Um, number one, as Jack's mentioned, just being sensible and um cause uh, making sure it's affordable because um it, there is a huge what nothing do um vendors and sort of anyone who's selling in the wedding industry they take advantage of the of 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 the emotions that of course um weddings that comes with weddings and and knowing that is your big day and you hope to do it once and 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 they capitalize on that so so you just really or one of you um will really need to get a grip of themselves and try to be sensible and and know whether what you actually but what your budget is is affordable um and and um, i have no doubt that if you're listening to wall finance then uh, you've got that conscience to um to 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 want to be sensible and 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 cut your cloak where um to according to your size so that's that's very important um as jack said um and then number two is this um really just um, never take anything um, from a vendor sort of at face value in terms of cost. Always negotiate. Um, there is always room for them to go down, even if it's part to um, the next £100 or so. Um, always go back on them. But that also takes effort. That also takes you to sort of go back on that email, which is come back with a call and, and saying that, fine, I understand that, adding this um, and that is, is going to cost X, but really um how about if we um offer you this and pay deposit tomorrow or whatever right so always never never take anything um at face value in terms of cost from vendors there's always room to to negotiate and 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 number three is is um is is what we've been discussing pay the, the details in the wedding um pay attention to the details early on so that you have enough time most weddings tend to happen say up to 12 months after the proposal um and so 12 months is probably also the time when people decide to start saving for the wedding. And, and so like um, there's usually um, overrun of cost and then you have to borrow, et cetera, et cetera. So um, just really um, give yourself um, enough time. And, 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 um, and when you do save up um, during that 12 months, just make sure that you, um, you um, sorry, I lost, I lost my thought in, in that last point. Um, I think, well, I, think I, I can kind of guess what you're trying to say. Um, would you say uh, have a buffer? So you know, if, if you if you're budgeting, let's say for the thirty thousand pounds, yeah. have a buffer of let's say ten ten percent twenty percent to take it to let's say thirty five k because there's going to be costs that will um, just yeah yeah rise exactly yes yeah. yeah the truth is you would um you will inevitably overrun. <laughs> I've never heard of anyone who um who's actually spent below their budget. <laughs> well, actually, I'm sure some um some yeah spend up below your budget for a wedding. Is this the emotion just run wild and you want? this you want that you want this but oh um just the best way to sort of um stay ahead of that is being very as as organized as you can to know the details early on so you can actually also have the option to hit get more cults um get cults from various vendors which um may all differ in terms of what they're providing to your preference but also the cost will um it's critical and that's what we're discussing here so um give yourself um the room to be able to um, maneuver and that goes with what Jats has um, pointed out the buffer and and also um, and also just getting a lot of cults to to allow you to make like better decisions um, and that's what this is about planning ahead right so those are the three from me 
No, brilliant, man. Thank you very much for that. And I guess as we as we start to round up on that, just on the advice uh, bit now, Raman, Stephen and Jats, you know, we live in a different world. Um, long are the days where, you know, maybe our parents' generation, they would have just gone to the registry office and they might have just had maybe a, a, a more low prof- profile wedding than the weddings of today. We live in a world where if someone's getting married, even if we're not there, we've seen it because it's all over social media. It's all on Instagram. And we see celebrities posting this and all of that. And we're like, oh, that looks amazing. This or that. We want this. We want that, etc. cetera. Um, it'll be good to, to hear your thoughts. Um, even uh, Jax um, on this as well. Some guidance around the whole, and I'm not going to just say uh, Instagram, probably peer pressure slash social media versus reality. What are your thoughts around that when it comes to preparing for a wedding? <laughs> Look, I mean, it's, it's no uh, surprise that I would say don't allow peer pressure to um, pressurise you into spending above your means because ultimately you are the one who pays the price. And I'm not even talking about financially, I'm talking about how it affects your marriage. Um, we know that money is a huge um, issue in many, many marriages. Um, in fact, it's the second um, most common um, reason why people get um, divorces and that kind of stuff. So Ideally, you do not want to be starting your marriage um, in tremendous amounts of debt because you um, had a wedding trying to please everybody. Um, That's just something that I think everybody should take on board. Um, And again, same things I've said before. If you are planning, if you're thinking of getting married at some stage, even if it's in in the next five years, you can start planning towards that by saving a proportion of your income towards that. And I think that's the most important thing. Brilliant. Ramen. Yeah, uh, just to just to add into to what Jack said, um, I'll I'll tell you this now uh, for the listeners. Um, people are just going to be there to enjoy themselves and eat jollof rice. They're not going to be invested in your wedding, so um, don't break your back trying to appease all these people when really it should be about you and what you want. And um, don't be pressurized from what you see on social media or, you know, the the newest celebrity in Nigeria's wedding, it's okay, it's, you know, we don't, we don't have to do that, it's fine. Um, but, um, you know, make sure that you enjoy yourself and don't make, there's a lot of pressure that comes with preparing for a wedding and, you know, make sure you don't get too overwhelmed by it and don't let money be, um, it, is a, it is a big factor, but don't let that like, be a problem because, you know, that's this is something you're gonna enter in your marriage with. So um, just, you know, be very aware of what you're spending, how you can afford it and, um, you know, existing debts and things like that, like I mentioned before. I think that, I think that is very important. You don't want to put yourself in more debt um, than, you, um, than you already are or in debt that you can't handle and that will be carrying on for, for years and years to come. So, um, yeah, don't, don't go, um, was it following the, uh, the Joneses? That's the term that they use um you know focus on what you two want as a couple and you know having a, an amazing day and sharing it with your with your friends and family i i, I, I don't even know if mr jones and mrs jones are still together <laughs> <laughs> no nothing about the joneses right we just exactly. don't flashy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah look I, i've been uh, a part of um about six weddings over the past uh two three years just as part of the groomsmen um and no doubt i've enjoyed every moment um but if i'm really honest if i can't remember them 
if I'm mm. really honest, I can't remember them. So that just goes to show how um, other people probably won't remember your wedding. You know, they remember they had a good time, mm. but all that stress you've gone through trying to please them, if that's what you're trying to do, trust me, it's not going to be appreciated the way that you've suffered. So um, make sure that you do enjoy it for yourselves um, and for your family. Um, but I, I, would, I would never advise anyone to try and, and please other people. Mm. Lovely, man. Thanks for that, Jackson Rahman. Stephen, did you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll probably just um, definitely bet, um, agree with Jackson Rahman. And to be honest, Peter, you mentioned our parents um, may have been fortunate in terms of having weddings where they went to the registry or et cetera, didn't have to be large. But I mean, the pandemic has opened up such a great mm. opportunity. And those that unfortunately had to endure sort of postponing their wedding for a year or so have ended up having very very small weddings and have found to sort of had have had the best of days and the beauty mm. of um of 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 of, of intimate of, of having an intimate wedding where where it was small and it just had some very special people there and i'm sure like unfortunately may not have had someone or somebody who they really want to but, but just the opportunity to also have like small weddings and and save on costs may just be something that you may not have thought about i mean my wife wanted to have a very small wedding um uh, much smaller than what we actually did have but just looking back if if i really um were to do it again we i would definitely side with her and uh, i would think that well a wedding of like 50 even or even i don't know i could definitely pass then i'll have um such a great day so i think that's that's all things to think about and not be sort of closed out and um, close it out because it does have the benefit of cost saving as well Mm. now brilliant thanks for that Stephen and you just mentioned the thing that you would do differently what about you Raman to close up what one thing would you do differently if you were to do this all over again from a financial perspective um I don't know um it'd probably be the numbers you know um yeah like 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 um Stephen said um and like I said previously some people are just going to come in eat jollof rice and they're not invested in the in the marriage you know not following how we are as a family um you know they just came to have a good day and, and leave so maybe making it a bit more intimate to be honest me and my wife were both first born so you know our families are you know very proud that we're both getting uh married so they wanted to the whole the whole of london and, and beyond to come um but that's something i had to regulate um but yeah maybe make it a bit more intimate and, um, you know, the people that are still invested now that still, you know, check in, especially like, like Jack said, if they haven't spoken to you in, in this past pandemic, then, you know, maybe they, they shouldn't be coming to your wedding. So, like, I, I think I, I, I tried to have that perspective at the time. It's like, oh, when was the last time I spoke to this person? And I think it helped to a degree. But mm. um, in hindsight now, maybe producing that would have helped as well. Um, I think cutting costs on like vendors and stuff like that, you will definitely feel it. Um, I think we um, we chose an unknown videographer that, you know, they were impressive in their skills, but they weren't very um, well versed in like African weddings. And we got something, but it wasn't to the quality that we we would have liked and stuff like that. You know, those things last forever. So I'd say stuff like that, don't try and cut costs on, um, mm-hmm. but you can regulate how many people are there and that's the one of the biggest costs because you know you can do cost per head as regards to everything um so yeah i'd say i'd say that would be the thing 
Wow, wow. Kind Cosbot definitely maintaining quality, man. Now I'm loving this, man. It's been so great and very useful to hear from both yourself, Stephen and Ram. I'm sure Jats will agree and even our listeners as well. This has just been so insightful. So many things that have come up, which to be honest, I haven't really, just the fine detail, the, the basic things like the venue and stuff, that's of course what we think about, but so many things um, have come up, which I wouldn't have thought about. So that's just been amazing. And like here, what we do here on Woke Finance when it comes to things around personal finance, it's your personal journey. We encourage things like, you know, saving towards a property, etc. Same thing with uh, weddings, man. We encourage this, man. And we, uh, we, we're we definitely behind it. And as I said, one day would hopefully be taking part in that journey. But we just want to also ensure that people are well um, prepared. So hopefully our listeners have got just that. So Jax, man, based on everything you've heard, man, and you, I know you're already doing this, but how can one start preparing financially today for that, uh, that, for that special day, man? Yeah, so like I said earlier, um, you know, you know that you want, want to get married um, in the future. Um, it's important to take a proportion of your of your income um, and save it towards that. You know, regardless of whether it's in three, five, even ten years time, um, depending on where you are financially. Of course, if you've got a lot of debt, you try to attack the debt first and create some sort of emergency fund. But essentially, after you've done that, um, you want to start saving towards any near term purchases, um, such as property or such as a wedding. Um, I was actually thinking about something. If you if you have a long-term horizon, so if you have um, five years or more, you can actually put the money to work. So you don't have to save it in a low-interest account. You can actually put the money into some sort of um, investment that has a bit of liquidity, essentially like a stocks and shares ISA. Um, and you can use that as part of your savings vehicle for your, um, for your, for your wedding. But ultimately, it is about planning. Um, and there are different ways of doing it and that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, what I would say, I mean, I mean, Stephen, I know Stephen loves the term leverage. Um, I think leverage is great. I know Roman likes the term leverage. I've spoken to him off air before. Um, personally, I wouldn't like to get into debt um, for a wedding. I would prefer to uh, save towards it. That's just the way I function. And I think it's important for people to really understand their personal financial situations, their mindsets um, when it comes to money and how those things can affect them. Because unfortunately, going into marriage in debt for some people just won't work um it just causes a lot of stress in the marriage so that's something to also consider but yep definitely start putting money aside um get into the habit of doing it and obviously the closer you get to um that place the more you can actually increase um the savings rate so that you can have a very um fun and um, exciting wedding Listen, man, thanks for that, Jax, man. Raman, Stephen, just a massive thank you for coming on and shedding some light and even going, because um, some of these things are uh, fairly personal just to share on a podcast. But as you know, it, it will bring value to a lot of people. So we really, really do appreciate you for giving up your time to jump on the podcast episode, man. And we just, yeah, man, pray for blessings over your marriages. You've definitely both found your good things, man. And for our listeners, man, um, hopefully you really enjoyed um this episode so Stephen, just a massive thank you and Ram and Stephen, any final words from your side um and then also ramen um, and then ramen as you do that we are aware that you also um have your own podcast if you want to let us know where we can find you as well but Stephen, just outro on your side man yeah no just want to say thanks peter and um and jacks for our course um, put in, having me on on, on on this on this show and of course educating um, the community and 
heavy one. And I think it's, it's great. It's such an important outlay of cost in, in one's um, lifetime. Um, and so, like, I think it's, it's so important. So, no, good. Thank you very, very, very much for organizing this and having me. Yes, and uh, likewise, um, it's been my pleasure to, to sit down and speak with you all. Um, really enjoyed the conversation. And uh, it's been a flashback um, uh, blast into the into the past. Um, but yeah, um, like you mentioned, Vian, thank you for um, bringing it up. Um, I am a co-host of the Ends to Excellence podcast, which is a podcast to inspire and encourage uh, people from you know inner city backgrounds to uh, pursue careers in um, professional careers and entrepreneurship. So um, we have individuals uh, like Jacks. Uh, we, we speak about from investment, property, uh, investment, um, coaching. We have people in um, marketing. We have people in investment banking. We have pharmacists on there. So, if you're thinking about getting into those kind of careers, um, tune in for those conversations and just you know um, hear what it really takes to get into those industries from uh, people that look like you and, and came from places that you came from. So, um, yeah. Uh, tune into that that's insta excellence and also if you want to reach out to me about um maybe vendors i used or uh wedding stuff you know feel free to um hit me up on social media uh rums rums musty uh that's uh r-a-h-m-s-m-u-s-t-i um on all social platforms so but yeah I, again it's my pleasure uh thank you guys for having me no, absolutely, man. It's definitely our pleasure, man. Over to you, Jax. Anything from your side? Um, bro, it's been a very interesting conversation. I've learned so much. I've taken some notes. Um, I'm sure I'll be taking even more notes in the future as I speak to Stephen, Raman, and a few other friends of mine who are ahead in terms of um, their weddings and that kind of stuff and what they kind of done to see how I can learn from everybody um, and tailor it to myself um very very interesting i really enjoyed it maybe peter maybe at some point we can get um um the ladies on as well so we can get other perspectives um rather than just the, the guys to see what they have to say about the day as well um but yeah really enjoyed it and i'm sure our listeners will find it very very um, interesting as well no absolutely man it will definitely be good to um do a ladies version of this as well so yeah absolutely and of course, every episode, we do give a shout out to where we're getting new listeners from. So Jax, man, let's give a shout out to an area called Tallinn, which is the capital of Estonia. So Estonia. Are, massive shout out. <laughs> Estonia. I had, a, I had a colleague from Estonia and that's as far as my knowledge goes. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so very much. If you're listening to this episode, I hope you're enjoying our episodes. Uh, yeah. Big up Estonia. Awesome. Fantastic. Uh, thank you very much, everyone here on the show today. Thank you to our listeners. Keep doing what you're doing. And remember all, stay woke. Big congratulations to Woke Finance for reaching this huge milestone and launching Patreon. The podcast has been extremely useful for me on my financial literacy journey and that has helped many others. My favourite episode is episode 48. If you haven't checked it out, please do, because there's loads of gems that are being dropped.